0: Of St. Louis original podcast. It is the way to get up to date in 10 minutes or less from the KMOX newsroom. This is the St. Louis All Local. Today is Thursday, February 22nd. I'm Michael Calhoun. Our top local story today's standoff on Highway 67 in West Alton ended with the man held up in his pickup truck at a gas station, dead from a gunshot wound. Police have wanted to talk with him in connection with an early morning homicide in Forestdale. St. Charles County Police Corporal Barry Bales. While
1: our officers and negotiators were speaking with the gentleman, the gentleman had entered his vehicle. Um, There were shots that were heard. Uh, We're trying to determine now, as I said, it's an ongoing investigation, if the gentleman who did state he had a weapon had fired those shots or if any of our officers on the scene had fired
0: them. The woman was found dead at 3:15 a.m. inside of a vehicle along an I-70 service road in Forestell. Four broken down vehicles have been stolen in St. Charles County over the past 10 days.
1: Missouri State Highway Patrol is warning motorists to not leave their broken down vehicles unattended. Corporal Dallas Thompson tells KMOX some of the vehicles were left for only a few
0: hours. A couple of them are just a few hours and one of them was the biggest part of the day. Uh, whenever they return back, um, so so we just wanted to put the information out there for people to be to be aware that uh, it seems like someone might be targeting some vehicles that are abandoned or disabled on the side of the roadways.
1: The highway patrol is urging motorists to have their broken-down vehicles towed as soon as possible and to wait with the vehicle until the tow truck arrives. Sean Malone, KMOX
0: News. After a mother and daughter were killed by a reckless driver downtown St. Louis this month, Alderwoman Kara Spencer is introducing legislation hoping to crack down on the problem. Her bill would give police the power to boot vehicles they ticket for reckless driving. She says just the threat of a ticket alone is not deterring it.
1: Getting a ticket, you know, is not, you know, is clearly not working. Um, So this will be a big... Uh, you know, impairment. This will be a big pain in the butt to have to deal with getting a boot off of your car.
0: She says they're still working on the logistics of what happens to drivers after their car is booted. She says she doesn't want to leave anybody stranded. A local government gets funding for cybersecurity improvements.
1: Jefferson County will be getting nearly $200,000 in grant funding to update dying computers and to bolster efforts against cyber attacks. Director Warren Robinson
0: of the Office of Emergency
1: Management. It is an issue. You know, we have seen regional governments and municipalities that have dealt with cybersecurity threats uh, in the past several years. And Jefferson County is not immune to that. You know, on, on a daily basis, we will see emails come through that are obvious phishing attacks. And so we spend time educating our employees on how to recognize those and how to properly respond to those or not respond to those, as the case may be. Robinson says their upgrades are purely preventive, not reactionary to any recent cyber attacks to Jefferson County. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. A KMOX
0: follow-up. Displaced residents of Heritage House Apartments took the building to court, hoping to have the owners pay for replacement housing. The company claimed they had spent all the cash reserves to put the residents in hotels for two weeks after the building was condemned. Residence attorney, Thayer Weaver. He
1: says it about eight about to $10,000 a day, which if you add it up for those 15-day periods, roughly about $150,000. But where did that money come from? $13,000 in the bank? as of November 30th, 2023.
0: Coach Joseph White said he'll have a decision by Thursday the 29th, which is the final day for the resident's current hotel stay. All the filibusters stalling legislation should not keep a Missouri state budget from passing, says Senator Lincoln Huff, Springfield Republican and chair of the Committee on Appropriations. He says he has no problem with his colleagues questioning things if it's in good faith.
1: We're not Washington, D.C. We're not going to pass continuing resolutions to fund departments for 90 days. My responsibility is to pass a a balanced budget, and that's what we're going to do.
0: May 3rd is the last day for floor action on the budget. The Missouri House is considering a bill that would help women who are trying to get out of domestic violence situations. The bill is being proposed by State Representative Ashley Oni. It would allow judges to finalize a divorce for pregnant Missourians who suffer abuse. The way our statute is written currently, there's just no way for a judge to issue a divorce decree if someone is pregnant and for folks who have struggled time and time again to get out of an abusive situation, to be told that a divorce is possible, that is really harrowing. Ani says her conversations with judges have revealed that the original statute that prevents married pregnant women from getting a divorce was written to prevent so-called illegitimate children. She says her bill is a modern solution to an age-old problem.
1: We are taking a hundred-year-old paper test and transitioning it all digital. That's
0: Priscilla Rodriguez from the College Board announcing the SAT will be fully online starting March 9th. They've already moved to digital in other countries and see positive outcomes for students, but why the change here?
1: We want the test to be less stressful for students, so... If taking it on a laptop or a tablet is more natural to them, we want to make sure that we can uh, meet them where they are and, and reduce any stress associated with those scary bubble sheets.
0: And the test will be monitored the same way within schools. The KMOX Business Desk, a three-month-long art installation along Jefferson last year, brought in a huge number of visitors to the region and some revenue. Explore St. Louis's Cat Neville explains what it was. Counter Public, um, it's a really innovative and broad-reaching public art experience, essentially. Um, It's it's scheduled to happen every three years for a three-month span of time. Neville estimates the 190,000 who came to see it generated $15 million. Well, St. Louis continues as a sports capital with the latest bid from the St. Louis Sports Commission submitting for this month, uh, this month to the NCAA for uh, some championship events that would happen between the years of 2026 and 2028. And they would happen at different venues across the region. Joining us right now on KMOX is the president of the St. Louis Sports Commission, Mark Schreiber. Thank you so much for taking our call, Mark. Of course, Michael.
1: Always good to be with you.
0: So tell us, uh, what are the different uh, collegiate sports that the Sports Commission has put in bids to hold the championships for?
1: Yeah, so, you know, this is one of the things that that we do at the Sports Commission. NCAA championships are kind of our our bread and butter. And um, we've just submitted bids for NCAA championships in the 26, 27, and 27, 28 academic years. The NCAA goes out all at once with all their championships, um, with the exception of the Final Fours and and baseball and softball that are anchored in particular cities. But uh, we have bids in for the NCAA Women's Volleyball Championships, the Wrestling Championships, men's and women's basketball, of course, and, and several others.
0: Now, these are sports that St. Louis has experience with, specifically when it comes to uh, NCAA, at least some of these. Kind of talk about the, the history that led up to the decision to make these bids.
1: Sure. So at the top of the list for us is the NCAA Wrestling Championships. We've done that event nine times now, and it's such an outstanding event for this community. When we host it, Just about every fan that is in Enterprise Center is from outside of our community. So there's tremendous impact for downtown and the entire region. And it's just a special event, and it's one that we've really set the bar on when it comes to how a city produces that. So you you have something like that event, which is sort of a uh, consistent institution for us And then there's an event like the NCAA Women's Volleyball Championship, which is what I would say is the highest profile NCAA championship we've not hosted yet. And I would love to see that event come to St. Louis. The popularity of volleyball, especially women's volleyball, has skyrocketed over the last several years. It's it's an event that takes place in December, so you can imagine how valuable uh, that would be for our hospitality community in the in the middle of the winter, um, and it just the excitement that comes with that. I, I was at the event in Tampa uh, just a, a few months ago, and it's just it has so much energy to it. It's a sellout well in advance now, and um, the the exposure is just terrific in terms of the national coverage it has. So I, I would love to see us be able to, to get that event. And of course, men's and women's basketball, the regionals, um, you know, we, we've been a frequent stop for NCAA basketball. We have the first, second rounds back in 2026, but we certainly hope to add to the list with, uh, with something in 27 or 28.
0: And I see gymnastics on here. That, of course, was a huge draw when the Olympic trials were in town for that. And and can you talk a little bit about St. Louis's success in landing, whether it's NCAA championships or Olympics trials, uh, uh, events on this level, which do draw big crowds to downtown?
1: Yeah. And we've really developed a nice niche when it comes to the sport of gymnastics and hockey as well. Those are the other sports that are sort of in this repertoire of of, of bids. So it's the women's gymnastics championships. We're going to, also going after the women's Frozen Four. Um, the men's Frozen Four is here next year. So unlikely we'd get that event back, but the women's Frozen Four and a men's ice hockey regional are are part of our list. But to to your question about just the success, we we have a great track record of hosting NCAA championships. And I think this has been a very dependable market that comes through and steps up um, when the NCAA places its events here. So, you know, for us, this is going to be a tough bid cycle because it's only two years and there's so many cities in the mix. But, you know, we have a great case to make for St. Louis. It's a premier sports destination, always rises to the occasion uh, when we host events. So, you know, I like the position we've put in, put St. Louis in uh, to, to try to be successful with our bids.
0: And how do you evaluate St. Louis's position? You've got not just you know, the, the one venue people probably think of for these events, you've got a variety that you dip into for this. When it comes to the hotel offerings, the transit, the entertainment outside of the, the games that people go to, how do you feel about St. Louis and how we stack up against uh, some of the other cities we might compete against for this?
1: We always say we have a great product. It's a compact, walkable footprint, and we, we have that luxury of our venues. Attractions, all the amenities are in the downtown footprint, so that 's very helpful at the same time you know we we have to do our best as a region as a community to stay competitive we We go up against a lot of destinations um, that that are really moving ahead and and so we have to to keep up in that respect, but the package we 're able to offer is really strong and then the, the two other things that I would highlight too. You know, venue-wise, to be able to have a renovated enterprise center, which is at the top of its game, um, you know, that that's the venue we'd use for volleyball, for wrestling, for basketball, for Chaffetz Arena, we'd use for women's basketball and gymnastics. Those are two outstanding venues that we're able to uh, propose. And then our partners, you know, it's everybody from the Missouri Valley Conference, to St. Louis U, to the University of Missouri, those are our host institution partners, Lindenwood, Maryville as well. Um, you know, they, they have great respect in, in this industry. And, um, you know, to, ha- to have great partners like those, that completes the whole circle in terms of the package you need to have um, to, to be successful with the bids.
0: Well, those bids were due this month, and we'll find out where the sites uh, get awarded to in October, October 2nd to be specific. Mark Schreiber, the president of the St. Louis Sports Commission, always a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you so much, Mark. Thanks, Michael. Always good to be with you and good to be on Camel X. am Michael Calhoun. Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe, stay up to date, download the Odyssey app.